Coming to you from the Center for Social Confidence in Portland, Oregon, welcome to Shrink for the Shy Guy, helping men everywhere go from social anxiety to social domination, with your host, Dr. Aziz. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Shrink for the Shy Guy. Today, we're going to be picking up in an awesome interview with Peter Scott. And he is a super inspiring, super energetic coach who's had a track record of success in his life in all different industries. And he has decided that he is focusing all of his power and intention on helping people become fearless. And he's the author of a number one best-selling book called The Fearless Mindset. He helps people from all over the world with this stuff. He is a super inspiring guy. We had the first half of the interview in last week's show. So if you haven't caught that, you might want to pause this and go back and listen to last week's, get the first half, because there's a lot of stuff in here that is going to make a lot more sense if you listen to the first half of the interview. Last time we talked a lot about how to be fearless, what that actually means, how to leverage your body to get into a more powerful peak state, the difference between irrational fears and rational fears, and how to know the difference. And of course, the one degree moment, which he talked about as well. So if those are intriguing to you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that. This week, today, we're going to get in the second half of the interview, and he's going to talk about some fascinating stuff. Slowing down time, having a doorman for your life, the fearless four, how to start your day so you can just be unstoppable and crush it. He also shares a super powerful golden nugget about how to face fear in the moment. You know that moment of truth before your meeting, before you approach that person, before you're going to do something that scares you? How do we get into a super powerful state so we can just go kick ass? There's all kinds of great stuff in here. So let's dive into the interview now. Expert interview. You're going to have challenges in your day. You're going to have commitments. You're going to have things that come up. There are are demands for your time. The best thing you could ever do is to wake up a certain amount of time earlier, let's say an hour, and put yourself first. Get your meditation in, your workout, your, you know, for me, I've, I've got the big four. I've got the, the workout, the meditation, the green smoothie, and reading. I always read or study something in the morning. When I do that, I'm in this literally peak performance state that I've created the time for for me to fill myself up. Now I can go out and solve problems. I can go out and create things. I can do things in my business. I can be there for my family and my friends. But first, I had to be there for myself. Yeah, that is powerful. Can you say your what you, the four things that are in yes. your ritual again? Because yeah. you went over them fast, but I think they're I really did. good. Yeah, so I call this the fearless four. So number one is around body, and, and, and there's a fitness and a nutrition component. So again, for me, it's working out every day, being in motion. Now that's going to be different for every single person. So this is one thing we talked a lot about exercise disease on this call. So I want to, want to make this uh, very relevant to the listener. If anyone is, is listening and you're thinking, gosh, but, but exercise is just so boring. It's not fun. Then then what I want to challenge you to do and have you consider is looking at other options of exercise. You know, when I when I first kind of transformed my body, I remember having a personal trainer hand me um, this this sheet and says, "Okay, here's your goal. So just go run on a treadmill, and you'll achieve those results." And I don't care how great the results are that I would have gotten. I 
can't stand running on a treadmill. I love being outside. I love working out with friends and having some group competition and things like that. So I formulated my workouts to fulfill those things that I view as fun. So I've got a hybrid between CrossFit and and uh, yoga between surfing and rock climbing. So that's what I want the, the listener to do. So that's number one is working out. Number two is have a green smoothie. For me as a busy entrepreneur, it's very easy for me to neglect my nutrition and, you know, out of convenience, eat something that's just nearby that may not be the healthiest thing. So if I'm lacking nutrition most of the time, then I kind of hack that process by creating a really healthy, uh, powerful green smoothie in the morning. And that, you know, again, it doesn't give me permission to eat junk food or, or, you know, processed food the rest of the day, but I feel better by doing it. I literally feel more energy. So that's, you know, number two. Number three is meditate. I always meditate every single day for 20 minutes. Um, it sounds like a lot of time. Meditation is something that I've, uh, I was challenged with for a very long time thinking I didn't have time to do it. Or I don't know if you can relate to this disease. When I started, I was so attached to the outcome. And so I was like wanting to feel enlightened or levitate or something. I had no idea, but I just wanted some <laughs> big result. And I would get frustrated that I didn't get it. And I realized, okay, it's not about the result. It's about the process of doing it. So I made that commitment. I started literally with something as little as two minutes, you know, and, and now, you know, I'm at 20 minutes, you know, 18 minutes of that, of that 20 minutes is usually thoughts going all through my mind. And I just sit there and then I get that one or two minute window of like thoughtlessness. And that's where the power comes from. Um, and then the final thing I recommended was study. Uh, I'm a big believer in immersing myself in powerful knowledge, and it could be related to personal growth. It could be related to business, to my body, to learning something about how to communicate better with my girlfriend, whatever that is. I always um, go through and read or listen to something in the morning so that I can learn and put myself in that peak state because if I, if I wait to the evening to do it, oftentimes other commitments will get in the way and I'll cancel that that. So those are the big four. I love it. <clears throat> those are great. And absolutely, the the earlier, I found the earlier we can do these things, the better. And yeah. what's interesting is as you were talking, I was realizing there's anyone who is at a really high level, is very successful. I don't just mean they have a lot of money because there's a lot of people that have a lot of money, but their health is a mess or their yes. relationships are a mess. But anyone who's truly thriving in life, they all point to these things whether it's Tony Robbins or Eben Pagan or, I mean, everyone's talking about wacky smoothies. And yes. so if you're listening to this and being like, oh, what the hell is the green smoothie? It is, I'm serious, I, I drink green smoothies too. So there's a trend here, right? And if you, if you start to crack this code and start to do these things, which might initially seem kind of tangential, like, wait, I'm going to go work out? How's that going to help me have more confidence at work? And, I mean, you might actually be able to see a direct parallel, but it might feel a little tangential, but... Success leaves clues, and every single person that's at these high levels is saying this. So I think this is a this is a fantastic. I love that the fearless four. So yeah, and, and and full transparency is these. You know, I didn't create these, right? This these aren't new thoughts. I have I have learned these from mentors, from podcasts I've listened to, books I've read. And when you hear that, I love your mindset of like, let's learn from the best of the people we want to become like, and reverse engineer, and you know, adopt what applies to us or what works for us, and discard what doesn't. Um, but by doing that, and just trusting the process, like for the listener, listen, if if you've got resistance on it, that's okay. What I ask. You you to do is to just kind of 
test it out. I always test things, Z. So I'm like, okay, maybe I don't believe in this 100%, but let me test it for 30 days. Let me just see what it would be like for 30 days to do this. And then once I experience that result, then I know, okay, this is something I'm going to stay committed to. Great. We're going to pause for one moment right here and then take a quick break and be right back right after this. If you don't think much of yourself, how do you imagine other people will think of you? You guessed it. If we want others to take us seriously, like us, and be attracted to us, we must first master our self-esteem. That's exactly what you'll learn how to do in Dr. Z's brand new version of The Confidence Code. Go to yourconfidencecode.com now to learn more and get your free copy of his ebook, Radical Self-Acceptance, Three Ways to Truly Love Yourself in Two Weeks. So you mentioned one thing in there, which I want to go a little deeper into, which is meditation. And I know people might have heard of that or might even have read about it or researched it a little bit, but let's not so much just generally what it is, because anyone can find that on the internet, but what have you, what do you do and, and what have you found really helpful and what has your, been, your experience been with that? Because I think most people can find access to what it is, but yep. then when it comes to actually doing it, there's snags, there's pitfalls, there's challenges, there's these endless loops and there's giving up. And it's just like another, it's like working out in a way. It's like a different kind of thing that we can start and then stop. And so I'd love to hear your thoughts about your experience with it, the process of it, that sort of thing. Absolutely. I will. Yeah. Because when I started disease, it was really, really challenging for me to stay committed to it. Um, again, I would sit down for three minutes and my mind would be running around like crazy and I would get frustrated from it. So first, what I want the listener to take away is that you, know, you don't have to do an hour, 20 minutes, even 10 minutes, um, but you know, I recommend starting with about five minutes, two to five minutes, and making the commitment to do it every day. And that can seem overwhelming. I remember when I started, I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to meditate three days a week. And the problem with making commitments like that is that you know, if you were to only work out three days a week or meditate three days a week, then that means four days out of the week you're going to wake up and ask yourself, is this the day that I'm going to take off? So you're literally looking for days to not follow through on your own commitment. So 100% commitment is far easier than a 90% commitment is. So number one is do it every day. Do it for a small amount of time. Um, a great resource to use, and this is something that's very new to me. I've only used it for the last 12 days, is an app called Headspace. I don't know if you've ever heard of this disease. I wish I, I had access to this when I started my meditation, but it's a very um, easily consumable guided meditation where you meditate for 10 minutes a day, and I think you can adjust that time. I really like it. My journey started with what's called ascension meditation. I learned this form of meditation from a mentor of mine who was trained by the Ashaya monks, uh, which is where this meditation came from. It's simply a meditation where what you do is you repeat a mantra in your mind. And what a mantra is, is simply, you know, a word or a series of words that you focus your mind on. Okay, so instead of trying to, you know, go without thoughts, what you do is you say something like, um, I am the, uh, what, I, what I would say uh, in, my, in, in, my, in my meditation is, I unconditionally love and accept myself. 
that would be my mantra. And I would just repeat that in my mind, not out loud, but in my mind over and over again. And I would focus on breathing in through the nose and breathing out through the nose and just do that over and over. And I would ascend from one mantra to another. I would have five different mantras. And so that allowed me to focus my mind and not get consumed by all these other thoughts. And when thoughts came in, that was okay. I didn't judge them. I didn't get discouraged about them. I just sat there and made the commitment to be still for that amount of time. Another quick thing is, you know, I keep my phone on airplane mode or off. Um, I find an environment where there's no distractions. I set an alarm because when I started meditating, you know, I would start wondering, okay, has it been five minutes or, you know, am, am I, am I, you know, has it been an hour? Am I missing my, my, my meeting or my call? So I have an alarm that goes off when I'm done, but that's been my strategy with meditation. That's great. That's helpful. Yeah. And I, my experience with it is similar in that it would be starting and then stopping and then feeling yep. overwhelming. And then the, the most absurd thing of all, which is like f f five minutes, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when yeah. you realize that it's not really about time. I think some of our, our resistance to it is that it's, it's really, there's no escape. You're just there with yourself and your feelings and your thoughts. And we can't be in perpetual motion getting away from them. And that's the part that I think we, at first, it's just another form of discomfort that we might want to get away from. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing that'd be really valuable is if you're just starting out with meditation is to find someone to hold you accountable. Um, it could be a friend. It could be a family member. Uh, for me, I always, you know, I think the highest level of accountability comes from coaches or somebody that you invest in because then you're actually committed financially. So you're going to follow through more. So for me, I, you know, have all my clients track and measure their commitments around working out, around green smoothies, around meditation, and they report back to me every single week. And that sounds, you know, like a lot of structure, but it's required in order to build a habit. And, you know, after a certain period of time, I believe about 90 days, then that habit becomes what I call an unconscious structured rhythm, unconscious. You don't even think about it. You don't have to rely on self-discipline or willpower. You just wake up and that's who you are. It's your identity. It's how you live your life. It's like brushing your teeth. And the intention for all of us should be to get our fitness, our, you know, meditation, you know, the income producing activities in our business, whatever that is, those become unconscious habits that become just who we are. Hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. So one thing I'm curious about, which would be to going back to fearless, is we got this, this morning workout that we do, these mindset shifts, meditation, diet, reading, all this good input. What about that moment where it's later in the day, it's two o'clock and you got that meeting coming up and, you know, you're nervous about it because you're like, ah, man, there's, there's something riding on this one. Or, you know, whether it's I, I could get something and I hope I do or, oh, God, I hope I don't mess it up. Or there's that moment, it's, you know, 7 p.m. and there's that person over there you see and you're like, ooh, I want to go talk to her or him or whatever. And, and yet, you know, there's, there's that moment. There's that one degree moment in our lives. Yep. Do you have any tips or things that you do in your life or help your clients do to, to, to take that moment, to go boldly into that moment so we don't regret it for the rest of the day or the rest of our lives? Yes. Such an, this is a golden nugget. So I want the listener to pull over their car if they're driving and write this down um, because this is really, really valuable. And I, I experience this a lot as ease. So one thing that I know to be true is that human beings – Every day, multiple times a day, we, we reach what I call a drift. 
we start drifting, okay? And that drift could be we start losing confidence or we start um, feeling bored. Maybe we feel tired. We've been working all day at the computer. Our energy is low. We start drifting. We want to distract ourselves, escape from reality. And what I do in those moments is what I call a shift, and I shift out of the drift. And the way I do that, number one, is by oxygenating the body. Okay, so not a big long meditation. What I do is literally close my eyes and I take five deep, powerful breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay, and I I close my eyes, breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth, and it oxygenates my body. So that right there makes me feel better. Then I speak one word of how I'm feeling authentically. So it could be nervous. It could be confident. It could be focused. It could be stressed. It could be angry. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be positive. It's whatever your truth is. Speak that, and then I move my body. So I will do five burpees or five air squats or five push-ups, and it sounds hilarious and can all, you know can be seen as ridiculous. I will do this as these in coffee shops, right? I'm sitting down working on my computer and I'm feeling tired and I'm like, okay, I've got to push through this. I'm like, I literally will step up, go outside or find an open area near my table, take five deep breaths, uh, speak one word of my authentic feeling and then move my body. And in 15 seconds, it's like a, it's a reboot to my entire system. So it's like a shortcut hack for getting, you know, out of state into state. And you can feel this, you know, when you get nervous about that presentation, maybe when you're nervous about having that conversation with somebody you meet at a bar, you know, it may not be best to be at a bar and like drop down the floor and do this weird thing. It may kind of make her feel uncomfortable, but you can find an area and do that. And I promise you, you will feel so much better and you won't, you know, no longer will you miss out on opportunities like that. We're going to pause here for one more quick second, and then we're going to get back into the conclusion of our interview with guest confident expert, Peter Scott. Are you ready to take your confidence to the next level? What would you do with that confidence? Meet more people, find a girlfriend, excel in your company? Hands down, the most powerful way to truly transform your confidence long-term is to work with someone who knows exactly how to do it. Join Dr. Aziz and seven of your peers in a life-changing group coaching program called Total Confidence. Work directly with Dr. Aziz on your challenges, learn from your peers, and get the support you need to make that next big shift. Go to socialconfidencecenter.com coaching to find out more. I love it. Thank you. That is a super powerful, simple three-step process yes. that I know will produce powerful results. If Absolutely. people use it. And if you use it in your life, oxygen, the most vital resource, we all need more of it. We're all usually just breathing barely enough to stay alive. I love that speaking out one word. It really helps you distill down, cut through the clutter and whatever, all the rambling thoughts and just be like, what's actually happening? And then, of course, those all the activities you mentioned are like power generating. They're going to physically activate your body. Yes. Yeah. I love it. That's similar. I noticed one thing I'll do is I will get up and down. This is probably for my Tony Robbins training and like jump up and down. I'll, I'll actually set a timer yep. to make sure I do it for a minute because otherwise I'll do it for like 10 seconds and be like, yeah, but totally, you, know, yes. you got to kind of get into this. So like, okay, let me put on a song. Let me literally jump up and down. Let me breathe as I do it. Let me hit my chest and like yep. yell and then do pushups. And yeah, it's amazing how, whether it is a, a challenging experience you got to face, I find this is incredibly valuable 
for just like, oh, God, I got to call the insurance company and then I got to do this. Totally. (laughs) Yes. I do that same thing. That's hilarious. And like, you know, I I learned this stuff. I think at first, Aziz, from from Tony, you know, I think it was a UPW event that I went to. And one thing that he really teaches and what he's mastered is NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And, and, you know, listeners can totally dive deeper on that on their own if they want to. But one thing that I'll do also, and I just want to share this, is I'll envision what I call a ring of power in front of me, okay? So if I'm feeling bored or I'm feeling nervous, then I literally um, go back in my mind to that one moment where I was in a peak state, where I felt unstoppable, where I felt courageous and certain and decisive and powerful. And I literally go back and, you know, see what I saw. I, I, I hear what I heard. I feel what I felt. And then I step into this ring of power in front of me and I've anchored that to create that state. So if I'm about to step on stage, I envision this ring of power in front of me. If I'm about to talk to a total stranger, I envision that. I step into that as I approach them and then I speak confidently in this like, it's literally like a way for me to tap into source and something, something like comes through me when I do that. So that's another technique. <laughs> that's a powerful one. Yes. Ring of power. What color is your ring of power? Mine's red. 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 I love yep. it. <laughs> As yep. you were saying that, I was imagining it was, mine was like fire orange. So yep. <laughs> I love it. This is, there's so much stuff here. I can just, one thing I really love about talking to you, Peter, is there's just a ton of actionable ideas, but even better than that is you can tell how much you live this. And how much this is direct, this is not something that you kind of intellectually talk about from afar. This is like embedded into your life. And that's what's allowing you to do what you're doing in the world and, and making an impact. So it, just, it comes through really congruently. Thank you. That reflection means the world to me. And that's, you know, when I, when I built my, when I started building my coaching business disease, I knew that in order for me to have the greatest impact in people's lives, I had to be doing what I was teaching. I had to be of integrity uh, because I saw so many people, you know, out there that were sharing a message that they weren't living and it was incongruent and you could see it and their business was eroding because of it. And so for me, you know, one of the reasons why I'm able to get out of bed at 5 a.m. and go work out is not just because of my commitment to it, but because I'm asking my clients to do that too. And so I feel like I would, I would be a fraud if I was holding them to that, to their greatness, but not doing that for myself. <laughs> so you're asking them about their fearless four and their green yes. smoothie and you're like leaning back and eating a exactly. Snickers bar. Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. And there's, you know, sadly there are some people out there, right? So I like that. So it's like, you know what, I've seen that. I know that's not what I want to be. And so, and so that acknowledgement, that reflection uh, means a lot to me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I love it. I resonate with that a lot. And I think that's just part of living your purpose and it, you know, it's, it's symbiotic. Like you are leading and by leading you're forced to keep holding this, this high standard, which, which then inspires others. And it's this kind of circular loop. So it's uh, it's powerful. And speaking of the work that you're doing in the world, someone's listening and they are excited to know more, find out about you. You mentioned your fearless intensives, immersions. How can someone, well, maybe take to talk for just a moment about these immersions that you do and then how people can find out more about you. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So the immersions I call the fear, fearless life experience. And it's a three day immersion where I take a very intimate small group, you know, about 12 people through the experience of li- literally facing their fears. So we will, you know, go surfing in the ocean with surf instructors. We'll go hang gliding. We'll do these experiences, go through intense workouts to where, you know, all this content that you and I, as he shared on this call, I actually teach teach and, and, and train in this experiential, um, uh, uh, immersion. And I do it for 12 people and we focus on mindset. We focus on relationships. We focus on business. And my intention is for each person to walk away with what I call a peak performance ritual, something where they, you know, have complete clarity and a strategy to commit to these daily actions and habits and something to hold them accountable so that they start taking action in the face of their fears. They no longer let those stories or those limiting beliefs or those doubts control them. So that's my, my, you know, greatest passion. I love doing that. I do coach, you know, people, I have a mastermind that I lead, but it all starts, everyone that I work with starts by going through the fearless life experience. Um, and the listener can totally, you know, find out more about that at, uh, fearlesslifeexperience.com. Awesome. And you also uh, wrote a number one bestselling book about this, about how to be fearless. How can people find out about that? And you also mentioned that there's ways to get some resources or downloads or just a way someone can get started right away. Yes. Yeah, so the book, um, can you can find the book on Amazon. It's called The Fearless Mindset. And in writing the book, Aziz, one thing that I did was I, I – I, interviewed some of the most fearless people that I've had the privilege of knowing, you know, people that um, have built incredible businesses or have created extraordinary relationships and overcome a lot of adversity, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fears. And so I interviewed them and actually, you know, uh, put some of their interviews in the book. But what I would love to gift your audience and the listener is um, for free all of the recordings of the interviews that I've done and sample chapters of the book. Um, they're completely free. I have it on, on a website. It's uh, thefearlessmindsetbook.com and you can you know link that up in the show notes if you want to, Aziz, but that way they can hear all of these, the, the MP3s, and of course, if they want to pick up the book and dive deeper, they can do that by just searching The Fearless Mindset uh, on Amazon. And the last thing is I create a lot of content on my personal blog, my, my website, which is designafearlesslife.com. And then also social media. I create so much stuff on social media from Facebook videos to, you know, posts and things like that. And so I'd love for the listener to send me a request and connect with me and they can look me up and find me by just searching Peter Scott IV as in the fourth. Wow. I love it. There's uh, so many resources there. I think those interviews are going to be awesome. And I'm definitely excited to listen to those myself. That's, that's a tremendous resource to, to give out. So thank you so much for that. Peter will have all of the links below that he mentioned in the show notes. So go to shrinkfortheshyguy.com and you'll be able to find the, the show there and uh, click on anything that he mentioned. And also thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing just awesome pearls of wisdom. You are so welcome, Aziz. Again, thank you for allowing me to share my message with uh, with your audience, and I hope it was valuable and, and actionable. And I want to leave the listener with this. Um, as, as inspiring as this information can be and, and this interview is, go implement it. Go take action on it because knowledge is – you know, knowledge is only power if it's actually implemented into your life. So take action on this stuff and uh, let us know how, 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 you know, how much your quality of life improves. (laughs) Word.
That brings us to the end of the interview and almost the end of the show. But there's one more thing that we always got to end with because, I mean, this stuff is, as he says, Peter said, is almost irrelevant if we don't put it into... Time for action! Your action step for today is to take one of these gems that Peter shared with us, whether it's the 15-second reboot, the Fearless Four, or just one of the four of the Fearless Four, or that Ring of Power thing he was talking about. One thing that he talked about in the interview that you're going to apply in your life. And then think about how you're going to do it and what you're going to do and where it's going to go in your schedule and how to make it part of your life. So don't try to apply all 18 things that he shared because that can just be overwhelming. You know, if you don't have any of the fearless four in your life right now, you don't work out, you don't meditate, you don't eat healthier, drink green smoothies, and you don't read anything inspiring, don't try to do all four of those right now or tomorrow. Pick one and start small. He said he started with two minutes of meditation a day. So if meditation is your thing, pick two minutes. If it's a workout, you know, you don't do anything right now, just make it 10 minutes of walking, whatever it is, get into motion Get these into your life, pick one and install it. And as he said, if you do that for 90 days, then it'll start to become unconscious. You won't have to use up your willpower to do it. And you can add more and more and more, start stacking them on top of each other until you just become a brutally awesome, (laughs) unstoppable badass. And that is going to mean a much higher quality of life because that's what this is all about, right? So how you can create the life that you want, you can feel good about yourself, you can like who you are. You can do things that are exciting to you. You can have the relationships and connections that inspire you and fill you up and really ultimately live this one life that we got with as much passion and purpose as possible. So thanks so much for joining us today. And until we speak again, may you have the courage to be who you are and to know on a deep level that you're awesome. Thanks for listening to Shrink for the Shy Guy with Dr. Aziz. If you know anyone who can benefit from what you've just heard, please let them know and send them a link to shrinkfortheshyguy.com. For free blogs, e-books, and training videos related to overcoming shyness and increasing confidence, go to socialconfidencecenter.com.